Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 for this Sunday night. Uh, Liverpool have beaten Brentford 3-0. Um, Arsenal are messing over the North London derby. Spurs are upset. Boy, I don't know why they started it all. And um, Rafa, uh, mission complete as I've seen someone say in the chat. We'll talk about him later. Um, you're all very welcome. Uh, as you can see, Kev, Davo and Shawnee with us. Davo, um, a very able uh, stand-in for Keith, who um, will be allowed to return to Anfield after going there today and witnessing a 3 nil win. Uh, if you're watching, please hit the like button. You're in there, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. And look, if you can share it across your social media, by all means do that. But the most important thing is, and the, mo- the one thing we ask for the most, get in the chat, throw in your comments, and we go from there. Um... Shawnee, we've loads to get through. Um, Liverpool 3, Brentford 0 in the Premier League to keep the title push alive, as I said to Davo when we came on. Don't laugh. Um, but your initial thoughts, Shawnee, uh, straightforward. One of those where you just go, yeah, that's one we're expected to win. Yeah, like, I don't know what it was a 3 0 game, though, to be honest with you. The time, like, I just periods of the game wrecking me head, Gavin. I think about, I know we win. I try not to be negative, but. But you're going just, to be. Walk away. No, just like there was. Look, we get the win, but that five minutes in the second half where we just keep giving the fucking ball away, driving me mad. Like, do that against better opposition and you'll be punished. Like, you know what I mean? So, look, I think with Chelsea losing yesterday, we win today and Arsenal and Spurs not playing and West Ham winning. It just kind of clears up the little picture a little bit. And you, you don't want to be getting dragged back. We should just. Continue to look forward now until May and not back. Because once we're just chasing City and not looking behind us, I think we'll be all right in that regards in the league. Because look, no use saying the title push alive, but there's nobody getting there, Man City. I'm sorry to poo poo all of your party, but I just don't think that is, to be honest. Well, it's my party, and um, I'm telling you, it's still on. Um, and and Carl Torley backs me up, but that's all I need in life, to be perfectly honest with you, Shani. Um, Davo. Shawnee says they're part of the game, doing his head in, but 3-0. Uh, 
Um, it's three points. It's a clean sheet. It's all you can really ask for, isn't it? Yeah, look, it's listen. I thought it was a, I thought it was a hell of a lot better than the Arsenal game now uh, last week. Um, when now we'll get into bits and bobs, but I thought it was was a hell of a lot better. I like Shawnee, a couple of things annoy me. Like thought Trent's couple of brain farts annoy me and uh, stuff like that. Just yeah, kind of lazy and mind at times, giving up chances. And Shawnee's right, you, you deal that against better sides, you'd be punished. But look. It, I, I think the most important thing was the clean sheet because with the lads at the AFCON, Sean didn't think it was a 3 0 game, possibly so, but we still kept the clean sheet. And when you're missing when you're missing all them goals at the AFCON, you're not going to be getting. I know we got three today, but like, there's not. It's not a given that we'll score plenty of goals anyway, so it might just be the one in the games where the lads are missing. So the clean sheet was imperative. So I think that was the biggest takeaway for today clean sheet. Do you agree, Kev? Biggest biggest takeaway was the clean sheet because well, I think I think you said to me earlier that's Klopp's three hundred and fiftieth game in charge and it's the most yes, goals we've scored yeah. up to this stage in, in any season under him. So it's yeah, under in the in, in the Premier League in the Premier stop. League era. Yeah, full okay. stop. This is the most amount of goals, and I think might be wrong, but I think it's the highest points total that we've had at this stage of the season. Well, one of the highest points totals. At this stage of the season in the Premier League era, um, I think someone put a tweet up earlier on. I'll see if I can get it. I'll get it w- when the guys are chatting in a bit. But it goes along the lines of um, let's have a look here, one sec, because it is kind of pertinent to what we were talking oh, is it, about. Is it, is it about the different teams, Kev? The yeah. treble winners, what points they had in yeah. the United's treble winners. You know, for all the eighty seven, eighty eight team and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a couple there. There's uh, one on and I'll get to that in a bit. But I think for the point as I can't find it at the minute, I'll find it in a bit. But for the points total that we're on at the minute, for all the doom and gloom that's going around about the club, we're doing really, really well. It's just the Man City are a juggernaut and they've they're they're setting new rules. You know, the rules have changed, the rules of the game have changed, and to get to 95 points, which is the target that they're setting, you have to be near perfect, and it's the draws that are killing us. Today was grand, you know, clean sheet, we gave up one shot on target, they had two decent efforts, but other than that, we we never struggled. We took almost total control of the game, to a point where it was... Um, um, I was the only thing that was worrying me was the lapsed concentration or boredom of doing the same thing in the first half, moving the ball, trying to move them around. And I thought if someone gets bored, someone misses a step, you let them in because we were so high and so risky that yeah, I see that Johnny B Red said uh painful to watch. It can yeah. be painful to watch. But you know what? When you've got side playing with two forwards with a huge gap into the middle of midfield you know with a back five with three sat in front of it It, it's patience and it's going to take time to to sort it out that's the one I think bit uh Cal was Harry Jackson's tweet on Twitter that's the one I was thought I was thinking about I'll see if I can find it in a bit but look I I was it's nice to come in after a win and I'm not going to moan about it because look overall we've had two losses in all competitions all season I, I, I'm not going to bloody moan about it I, I can't yeah it's look 
draws have killed us. There's no doubt about that. I think um, if if we convert two of those, I think it's a whole different story. Um, you know, we we could be four points off City if we win a game in hand, something like that. Um, but it's it's just one of those like where like looking at today, you look yeah, at that was season, it here. You, go on, read it out to me. I read it out to you here. Struggling second place Liverpool after 21 matches this season is at 45 points. Liverpool's best ever team in 88-89 after 21 matches were on 32 points. Manchester United's treble winners after 21 matches were on 38 points. Arsenal's invincibles after 21 games were on 49 points. Um, let's have a look here. And he's just basically said, basically City have clouded everything. They've assembled the best and most expensive squad in the history of the English football. <coughs> They're on a ludicrous winning, winning run more uh, more seasons, getting 90 to 100 points. This Liverpool side wins titles after titles in most other eras, as simple as yeah, that. Yeah, well, that, that's like saying if your auntie had balls, you'd be our uncle. Yeah. But that's the reality of what he's saying, and he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong, but at the it's, same time, like... The way I would the way I would put it is, if we look at the draws we've had this season, I how many draws have we had? Too many. Five. Five. We, I think it's more than five. Brentford, Brighton, Chelsea, Chelsea. Six. City. Six. Uh, we've won fourteen games. Which is sports. Four. Six points is forty. Sports. Yeah, sports. six. So we've we've played. We we've won fourteen. We've drawn six, and we've lost two. Of twenty one, yeah. right? Yeah. But forget City. What you have to look at is those draws that we had. You could accept three of them if you want to accept three of them. Accept three, of them, yeah. Right? Chelsea, City, and Sports Fragrancy. We went ahead in every one of them games as well. Yeah, you can accept. You can um, accept Bad Chelsea. Yeah, but if you if you if you as Liverpool make three of those count, right? We're sitting. Five points off Man City with a game in hand. Nothing to do with Man City. Absolutely nothing to do with Man City. Because if Liverpool converted games as they should have, right? And listen, I think Liverpool have been done really well this season. There's no doubt about that. You look where they are in the League Cup, the Champions League, the form they're in. The league overall, yeah, I get it. When you look at it, you go, play 21, won 13, drawn six, lost two. That's, that's a good, that's a good, for most seasons, that's really good, right? You're averaging in around, you're probably doing 90 point plus season. But if you if you look at it, what we've done has had nothing to do with City. Bar drama with them. You only played them twice. Yeah. You only played, now, I understand yeah. that they can go through different periods where they go, we're going to take five out here and put five in and no one's going to bat an eyelid. If we do it, people go, fucking he's gone in and he's gone in. But that's just that's just the level we're up against. But In bygone eras, you could lose four or five league games to win the league. Yeah, more than that, yeah. Johnny, from they always spoke about this from probably two thousand onwards. And it was always don't lose more than six. Don't lose more than six. These were eras as well where you're getting sides winning Champions Leagues and winning leagues. You know, they're doing a league and Champions League double or winning the league and a Champions League next year. It's just the standard is it is it a case that the standard have gone has gone up? Or there's a couple of clubs, you know, a handful of clubs are taking it away from everyone because you look across all leagues in Europe now and you've got one dominant, overly dominant side and it's almost to the detriment of the rest of the league. And if it wasn't for us, 
in the last few years given City a bit of a run for their money. We, the Premier League is there. It's already there. The only one, the only team not making this a league where it's it's Bayern Munich every year is Liverpool. It, it really is. And the and the gas thing is most of the country watching or most of the UK, um Ireland, whatever, any non Liverpool fan watching wants City to beat Liverpool. Just the way it is. Yeah, but yeah, Cav, sure. you, you you say that now and you do you say that now we're the only team that's stopping it being a league one, but when you think about it like in the this club pep era that everybody talks about, we've only really ran them twice and we won it once and lost it once. So mm-hmm. are we really? Do you know what I mean? Well, like and this and look just because City are so good it doesn't mean Liverpool are shite because I'd actually back goes to win the Champions League over and beat them to the Champions League this year, providing everybody's fit. I go out on a limb saying if you're not Man City, the, the Premier League is the hardest competition in the world to win. That's the truth, because when they're on it, you can't not be on it. You can't draw, because they are going, if they're anyway near on it or interested, they're doing 90 to 95 points handy. That's and the reality. That's the reality of it. When you're talking about league wins now, when you're talking about league, league wins now, Jordan, this Pep and uh, Klopp here, particularly since we got the 97 and didn't win it. Um, you're looking at, don't think about winning the league unless you're posting 92, 93 points because you're not winning. Simple as that. Do you know what I mean? Like, unless no, there's a huge fight. If you're not going to put 92 points in the board, uh, you're not you're not beating. I'd say it's harder than that. I'd yeah, actually, say, say, no, I'd actually La- say, if you, if you said to me at the start of the season, Liverpool are going to have a brilliant season, I'll offer you 94 points now. Would you take it? And with a chance to win the league, I'd have to say no. Because okay, what did they win away twelve from twelve? Year. I think they've won the last twelve games. Yeah, they've won the last, and mm. the thing is, like, it's it's not. Shawnee, what, what you? And I don't know how we've got onto this, but we'll stay on it before we get right into the game. I think, I think, I think with with this city team, I think we spoke about a, a couple of weeks ago. It does depend how it pans out because I think they're poor hunters, but they're great leaders. I think. When they're out in front, they're tough to catch. But when you're ahead of them, they're, they're likely to wilt. And, and we've we seen that. Six last year, Shani. They didn't get gone. Yeah, they didn't get last year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, but last year they took. Last year they yeah. just stepped off the pedal mid February yeah. when they knew Liverpool yeah. weren't yeah. going after because yeah. they knew no they one else was. To. That's what City mm. aren't looking at anybody in this late Barrows. No. Like it, I'll put it this way: if City, if City have they're on whatever amount of points are on now. Say we're all on twenty-two games. And we say for argument's sake, City had 60 points and Chelsea had 57 and Liverpool, or Chelsea had 58 and Liverpool had 57. They're not paying a blowing bit of attention to Chelsea football. No, no. They're watching what Liverpool are doing because they know if this if this gets into a, r- a run and we're down in April, particularly end of March, start of April, and this has, three, this has one slip in it. One little mistake in it, and Liverpool will be on you. They're they're not paying attention to Chelsea Football Club. They're watching Liverpool. And the thing is, Shawnee says there that he back us over two legs against City. So would I, right? He'd, he'd also back us because we seem to have more balls about us when it comes to the Champions League and playing and trusting in what we do instead of overthinking it. I agree. But the thing is, when it comes to a league campaign, right? And this isn't me writing off Liverpool by any means, because I won't give up on the league until it's mathematically gone. That's just me. But what it is, is that 
Injuries can come, suspensions can come, fucking COVID can rock in, and they'll just churn out the players. Yeah, they'll just churn them the out. They go, that's see, you have six out. Oh, well, you could have a called off. Why the fuck would we? We've put these six in. It doesn't matter. Whereas other clubs, you know, mortal clubs, I suppose, even even a Manchester United, a Liverpool, even a Chelsea, I go, we have six out. We can't compete with that. They have literally went and bought whatever they need to buy and have 22, 23, 24 players, all who are absolutely top notch. And yes, you can only put 11 on the pitch. If we played City 38 times to see who would win it, we'd win it. That's just me, but it's 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 a monumental thing to be up against. And before you go into people who go into FFP and and stuff like that, there's no point. It doesn't exist. So that's you might as well you're pissing against well, the wind. Talk. We're we're not helped either by the other eighteen clubs in the league who tend to. You'll what you'll see it later on in the season when when sides are making fixtures, to having to make games up. They'll put out weakened sides against Man City and concentrate on the games that they think they can win. And it's across the board. They'll concentrate on other things. They'll rest players for a relegation battle, or they'll rest players for a game that might get them into the Europa Conference League mm. against Man City. They'll, they'll rest players against City, or they'll bend over for City, or they'll go one down and they'll fold. They're a different. It's, sides have a different mentality when they're taking on Man City. They'll... They'll park the bus against us because they think it works. If it doesn't, because more often than not, we'll find a way. It's rare that we don't. And the number of goals that we've scored this season shows that we're capable of scoring goals. It's just, like you said, the draws. Turning three of those draws into wins is six points. Brings us that much closer, plus the fact we'd have to go and play them. They'd twitch. They would twitch at that. They'd be nervous at that. And the other side of it is that Twitch might focus their mind and make them concentrate in the league a lot more and they could go for the rest of the season completely unbeaten. They're really good. Mm. It's, you know, they're just a, an absolute relentless monster when they get on a run. They are. And it's not hard for them to get on a run with what no. they have. And and the thing is, like everyone looks around Christmas periods and COVID and stuff like that. They're just going through it, going... What? You know what, I mean? what are you going to do about it? And we, we're looking, going, we might have to play him, him, and him. That's a bit of a risk. They're just going, I'll bring in. That's why they won about eight and them Carabao Cups in the row because the, the, second team, into, yeah. the second team, the second team is good enough to get them to a semi final. And then they try to win a few force teamers. And then they're good enough to be anybody. And then they're in a final. So that that's just. That that's that's literally the strength you're up against. But having said that, Shani, when you go back to it, if Liverpool had converted three of those six draws, right, we'd be six points like better off. One. We'd be it, six it, points it, better off with a game in hand, and we'd be sitting two points off Man City. Yeah, and if Liverpool had a a bit more quality on the bench to spending a few quid, we might be even closer. So uh, these are all variables that we we only compete because of club, and that's the truth. Yeah, he's massive. He, he made an interesting comment today, actually, about um, the Aston, was he proud of the 350 games and the goals and the points? And he said, no, I'm happy with it. Um, but he said, look, it's it, it. he said, I look a lot different to October 2015. He does. He's aged about 20 fucking years, God love him. But he says, like, it's worth every second and every single thing I do to put, that I put into this club because of the history, the passion, um, the emotion. And he said, look, he said, um, it's like a book. 
He said, we're writing the story. He said, and we're way, way away from finishing the writing. And I was like, oh, oh, if he's way away, what does he consider way away? Because two years, in two years, he's meant to be gone. But um, it kind of piqued my interest for uh, him extending. But I don't know if that'll happen. I really don't. But anyway, let's go. I don't know where how we got that 22 minutes in. We haven't, we don't give a fuck about the Brentford game. Um, but the lineup. And Davo will come to you first because Minamino, after the bad miss uh, on tours, you know, he drops out. Uh, Ox comes in for him up front with Jota and Firmino. You have Henderson, you have Fabino. Curtis Jones comes in in midfield um, to replace Milner. And Matip comes in to replace Kanate. Am I right? No, Matip stays in. No, Matip stays no, in. Yeah, Sorry, so, Matip stays in. Um, <clears throat> again, Davo, strong. Very similar mm. to what we've seen on Thursday night, which, mm. and it's, again, it's getting min- minutes and legs, and it's still a really good side, Davo, when you look at it, isn't it? It's still a really yeah, fucking yeah. good side. Now, listen, I was, I was happy with it. Like, I think, listen, I think we'd all be on the same page with kind of the performance from the Arsenal game being just so fucking sterile and side to side, and no inventiveness, and no one to be a player in the midfield and stuff like that. So I was delighted that Jones and there. Uh, Ox came in and in fairness they did well, the two of them did very well. So with with no issues with the with no issues with the lineup. You're obviously looking at Robertson maybe with that uh, knock that he took in the cup, but he was he was obviously fine and um yeah, listen, strong so not listen, the bench is obviously fairly bare um with the boys away and then Origi is injured, Tiago's injured, so it wasn't like it was it looked like one of them we needed to get it done with the bodies that were starting in the game to kind of um because it would have been tough bringing lads off the bench. But now, yeah, listen, I think it's, it's probably, particularly the way the performance went last tour, is probably the strongest side you can play out, uh, the way things are at the minute. Shani, is it a case that he's just going to go strong as much as he can to get him through this period? Yeah, January is famously a difficult period for, for Klopp since he's come in. Um, so it can be like that, you know what I mean? You can't get stuck, you do have months. And it was just about getting it done today and as as Shane said, like midweek was poxy. I think we all agree that, that you don't want to see that Milner end on midfield again. So when you're seeing Jones and you're seeing Chamberlain in the line, you are kind of like, right, we should be at least five to ten percent better here and mobile. Yeah, exactly. It just gives us a different dynamic when you have somebody who can run from the midfield and break lines and be a little bit more take be a bit more risk adverse, you know what I mean? So the the lineup kind of picks itself now. When you look at the bench, you're kind of thinking, "Who hey, would you put in here instead of the like, like I only said the other day, I would have started Kay Gordon just just as a wild card. But mm-hmm. uh, you got the job done in the end. I think. No, you, want, you wanted to start him, Sean, because uh, he was pace. He had pace. Just and he was a bit more different. Like a, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I suppose Ox is that, isn't he? Up front instead yeah. of instead yeah, yeah. of. Um, and the, it was a weird setup, but like. Because it was one of the first times in a while when, when I seen the 11 come out, I'm thinking, oh, we might not be playing 4 3 3. I thought it could have been a possible diamond with um, Cordes at the top of a diamond, or Jones at the top of a diamond, or Ox at the top of a diamond. But it just seemed to be the basic for us. And look, it got the job done. At the end of the day, it's it's just, it's always about results, really, now. When it, when you're in this this end of the table, it's just getting the three points. That the 11s really should be picking themselves at this stage. Bar probably Kanade or Matip, which he seems to jungle, juggle a little bit. So mm. th- no real complaints. No, um, yeah, it, it's the start. 
It is for me. For me, it's a case he's going to go as strong as he can, get through this period, get the boys back from the Afcon, and see where we sit, and maybe rotate a little bit then when he has. When he has. There's the, only two more games now there, miss, isn't it? Arsenal and then Palace. Um, the, f- the, the, fi- the, the, fi- the final is the sixth of February. Yeah, and we, we, have, we obviously don't know. Yeah, we obviously don't know who's getting there. So oh. we, have, we have we have we have Palace, we've Arsenal, Palace, and then we've a break, don't Cardiff, we? Cardiff, Cardiff, the following week. Car- oh, no, what? we play. Ar- yeah, we play Arsenal. Card- yeah, we play Arsenal. We play Palace, 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 and then play Cardiff on the Sunday yeah, at twelve o'clock. The following Sunday, That's yeah, the but. Unless no, any no, of them get no. knocked out in the quarters, it is the sixth of February. There's a week yeah, off. Yeah, it would be the sixth of February. Yeah. Because today is what? What day is today? Yeah, today's the sixteenth. Today's the sixteenth, right? So we play Arsenal, and then we play Palace next Sunday, which is the twenty third. We don't play a game then until the sixth of February, which is Cardiff. And I'd say they probably they yeah, won't yeah, throw right, that yeah, Leeds yeah, game right. in there. That Leeds game, yeah, yeah, right. No, they can't. No, they can't because it's an official international break for certain federations. They can't. Can't get it in there. It's an it's a designated. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's it's the it's the. I think it's only the South American and Asian. uh, Yeah, but it's still a designated designated Mm. break. So if you have players gone out from that, you you don't have to you don't have to play. I can't see them putting them in there. They may get some games in there if they have clubs that aren't called away from that. But I know Fabinho and Allison have been called away for that. Firmino hasn't. Rafinha has as well for them, so um, they, they won't want to play. Yeah, either. exactly. So it's one of those. But um, yeah, that's all they'll miss. They missed the two more games. They yeah, no, Gav, you're right. You're right. We literally it goes from the twenty. I'm looking here on Premier League twenty twenty four right to the sixth, isn't it? The twenty four yeah, no, and there's yeah. midweek games. There's midweek yeah. games after the FA Cup. So it's the 23rd FA Cup weekend and then we'll have the boys back then. So yeah. Leicester at home then, we should have both Mawa and um, the three of them. Mane, Mane back. Yeah, and, and Katie. Yeah. Katie, um, yeah. Katie, sorry. Then. Kev, I wanted to come to you because I just looking, there was dominance in that first half. Bar, Bar Matt are making a bad mistake and, and hand it to... Tony, I think it was. Yeah, and he hits one wide. Barda, there was it was it was fairly dominant. And Liverpool had chances, you know. Um Jota has a header, Matip has a couple of chances, Van Dijk has one cleared off the line, Trent has a shot that just misses narrowly misses out. And we eventually get the goal, Kev. Um and yeah. we were saying about it earlier. It was a key time to get it, wasn't it? It was because you like I know these fucking boys in the WhatsApp group, right? If that goes to half time, that goes to half time. Stick your stick your fucking phone in the sink until the fucking second half. Don't go near it. Um but it is a key time to get it, isn't it? And Fabinho adding goals to his game. Good to see. It's all it's always a great time to get it. And I said at the end of the, the in the post match show that Fabinho should be getting more goals because of his sheer size and presence at set pieces. He he should he should be more dominant. And Having watched the goal back, the work that Henderson does to pin Ivan Tony and the keeper in on the spot, meaning they couldn't come for the whip cross. Because if Henderson doesn't do what he does, their keeper comes and clears that. Because it was a really good height. But because he Henderson pinned him, it allowed the ball to travel as far as it did. And it was just a nice finish. Perfect timing. It was a lovely goal. Shani, Passio says here, we didn't really look like scoring until the goal. I have to disagree with that. Oh, strongly yeah. disagree with that. 
No, yeah, we I had, would disagree with that. We had chances. They they came out to make a few saves. We did have chances. I thought we looked a bit more inventive today. Uh, mm. In the course, that wasn't always the same thing, which can happen when we're struggling to get a goal. I think sometimes we panic and go into autopilot, and it's them lofted balls that we just put. Now they kept taking away today, and like Kev said, we don't get enough goals. I don't think from set pieces this side. I think when we won the league in nineteen twenty, we them out in the league. I think we should be getting more. I think we should definitely should be getting more with the types of player. I'm we're unlucky there. Like Van Dijk has one cleared off the line from. From their keeper, so we did have chances. We we did look like scoring. We looked like the only team going to score. To be honest, I think Tony has a snapshot from about thirty five yards out and just goes wide of the post. Other than that, they don't really trouble us. But yeah, uh, just like Henderson forcing an error there and the ball dribbling in the box, and you need that little bit of luck. And I think the timing again was was um, was key, guy because. Well, we kind of have the opposite thing that City have. I think teams now get us in at nil all. They feel like they will get one big chance. Yeah. Um, and the longer the game stays at nil all, they obviously grow while we begin to panic more. So timing is everything. And yeah, the, the going in at the break one nil was huge. Um, Sean Casey says there, Elliot's Instagram says he's back in force team training tomorrow. Which yes. Is huge. Yeah, it'll be a while though. No, it'll be right. a while, but to see yeah, him back out with the, the four-string squad is, is, yeah. is massive. massive. You know, and I suppose, I don't know how long it'll take him to get up to speed, but, you know, we have Arsenal and we have Palace, and then you have a bit of a break right through the Maybe Cardiff. Maybe after the break. You're probably looking after Cardiff and going, mm. Mm, chance of him to come back in here. And I'm really looking forward to coming back in because I thought he was growing so much into it. And the game he gets injured in, I think he's brilliant in. The spaces he's mm. finding, the areas he's getting into, I thought he was absolutely excellent. So, um... With a bit of luck, we see Harvey Elliott on the pitch for Liverpool soon. But we get in at half time, we get in at 1 0. Fabinho scores. Um, it changes the way us, maybe it doesn't change the way Brentford are looking at it. Still sit tight, but they, they're not going to be as deep, I think. You know, if they went in at nil all, they'd be going, right, let's double down on this and, you know, take a striker off, put a midfielder in there and just completely close down. And um, because they've only 45 minutes to go. Um, but it, not that it changes their outlook, but, Davo, does it free us up a little bit? Because we know we're dominant. We're not giving much away, bar one bad mat to slip. Does it change our outlook where it gives us that we don't rush things as much second half? We don't, we're not snatching at stuff. We're, we're not, you know, all these fucking cross, cross, cross all the time, which will do your head in. Mm. It frees us up a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, look, you get the goal, it takes the pressure off. Obviously, look at the guy gets the, it settles everybody down, settles the crowd down. Um, and obviously, listen to Brentford. Brentford, I don't think, would like you said, would change their approach. They're only a goal down, they'd be looking for this. They, they like a long throw. Mm. Um, the longer it stays at one there in the game, I thought the timing of the goals was very even. The second goal was uh, was important today, do you know what I mean? Just to kind of put it to bed. Like they, in the first half, their best kind of spell is probably five minutes before we score around half time. The, the crowd are getting a bit antsy. We get the goal, it settles everyone down. Uh, second half, the crowd wasn't as antsy, but you, you thought it was one of them games where we were going to need a second goal because I was at one, especially with the lads away. But I thought, listen, I thought. We took it all, we brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. 
The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You mentioned cross, cross, cross. I think the standard of cross and helps... Do you know, I thought it was... The quality was a, an awful lot better than Duranui. Yeah. Yeah. Them little flowy lofted shit you yeah, want to hate that defender that defenders don't have to deal yeah. much. Uh, I hate clear. when I've seen a ball um, being pulled back to a fella at the cross. I fucking hate yeah. it. Well, I don't mind depending on what quality comes out of them. But then. Trent puts in mean? a like, they, one or two lovely they, ones first half, they could, especially. Yeah, like, there was a lot of cross in the first half today, but it was quality, and they yeah. couldn't get out. They were just getting headers on it. It was going fucking 15, it was going 25 yards out for being. I was picking it up, getting it out to Robbo, vice versa. Jones would be getting on it, getting Henderson on it out to Trent. And look, they struggled to get out. And I think pinning them in, look, they're not as good as Arsenal. So if Arsenal get their foot in it and can, and can get out like they did on Thursday, they can cause you some issues. But they're not as good as Arsenal. But I thought the quality across and um, was was a, was a lot better than from Thursday night. And obviously, listen, we, we get one from the corner and we get another one then from from Ox. So, yeah, look, I just fucking... Obviously, look, it's all on quality. If you, if you can get the quality across and up, I don't mind it. But like you, them floaty ones into the box, they're allowed. And they just seems to be when you're... 70 minutes in and we're struggling to break a team down the next thing is Henderson with these little fucking pitching wedges into the keeper's hands and drive you mad but now none of that today thank God yeah and you know what um, like we always know we need a second Shani I'll come to you we always know we need a second because I think around the arrow mark um, is it um, I want to say his name right is it M. Buemo Buemo yeah he's a bit of a chance on his left foot and he he tries to go for it he tries to just bend it in at the at, at Allison's right hand side. It doesn't quite happen for him. Liverpool have a chance then with Jota. I think it's Jota, yeah. And it's the post. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um and then you're thinking, Oh fucking hell, they they're they're keeper saves a one on one as well from Jota. Yeah, yeah, the one on one, that's yeah, what I'm thinking save, of. Yeah. Um yeah. because you're thinking they've missed a chance. We've missed a fucking chance. It's starting to get, you know, will it go chance for chance here and what way could it go, Shawnee? But we settle it down with Ox's goal and I have to be honest, it's a brilliant ball from Robertson and it's a really, really good fucking header to mm. keep his eye on it because if you watch the defender in front of him, the defender makes a real attempt to get to it and he has to keep his eye on it and, and bury it and I was delighted from Sean, I have to be honest with you. Yeah, so was I. I don't, I don't think it was his best game but look, that's what Ox gives you. Like, them late runs into the box is exactly what you need. You don't get that from a static Milner and a, and a Henderson who has to kind of do the job of two in there so that's what he gives you and a bird fruit today it's a good ball from Robbo and he just gets on the end of it and it's look like you said that kind of breaks the back of the game then um, that takes it away from Brentford because any chance they probably thought of snatching something then is dead so the thing is when you get when you get two you're way more likely to go on and get three, four, five do you know what I mean so that's that's how it, get, that's how it can be because they have to kind of go away from that plan then when they're 2-0 down because they're not just going to sit in for the rest of the game so yeah, uh, hope his injury's not too bad because that just seems to be the fucking story of Ox's career. Looks okay. Klopp says he starts to get going and then he's, he's out for a period and then he's to come back then and you know yourself. So hopefully it's not too bad because he goes straight down the tunnel, doesn't he, when he comes off? So um, yeah. yeah, well taken though. Well taken goal. 
Uh, Keith Plunkett of this parish. Um, he says, even lads, lovely win for the Reds. Matt and Court is very good today. And he also updates us by telling us that um, his seven-year-old child has realised that the walk from Hamfield to town is a pig. Um, yeah, it is. It is an absolute pig. But listen, you're better off teaching them young. Um, because, like, listen, whenever they're sacking their manager, you're not getting a taxi around Hamfield. Let's be honest about it. Um, but it's... it's um, it's a, it's a really good goal. Um, apparently, Klopp said it's nothing too serious from him. I'd say it's fairly similar to Robertson's from the the game. Do you remember he gets this? Doesn't he get a bang, Robertson, in the he FA He gets Cup a bang against Shrewsbury, yeah. And I think, uh, well, I think it's quite similar. And he looks like he's, he's just rolled a little bit. He should be okay. So, with a bit of luck. And listen, people will go, oh, well, he's fucking brutal. No, he's a, he's a body and you need him. Especially in the next two games. Just get through the next, win the next two games and we're sitting going, Nice little break now. Back for Cardiff, a nice cup game. It's all looking good. Uh, Johnny B. Reds has hit the like and show some respect to the lads. Um, there's 350 people watching here, 117 likes. So keep going, try to get to 200 and see how we get on. Um, Fabinho has scored, made it 1-0. Ox has made it 2-0. And then Minamino comes on. And Brentford decide that they're Barcelona prime 2011. And um, it just yeah, doesn't go right for them. Davo, Davo, or sorry, not Davo, Kev. That was just weird. Like, no matter how many times I watched that goal, it's weird that like, Firmino, Firmino and Minamino are doing this thing in the box. You ever see when a team are dominating and two midfielders just pass to each other loads of times? Why is there start doing a rondo in the box? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was um, I mean, before the second goal, they changed it from a back five to a back three. They brought on Sergi Canos and they changed it to a 3-4-3 three, three, and it gave us more space. And they had no choice. They they had to try and do something because they they couldn't go along. They weren't getting any joy out of going along. They needed the ball. So they had no choice but to go from from the back. And Taki just read it. He read everything. He left the right back straight away and went straight after the keeper. Bobby targeted the six who was coming deep for the ball. And as soon as the keeper got it to his feet, Bobby sprinted, got on the ball, nipped in in front of him. And it was literally a bit of tiki-taka between the keepers, like futsal goal. You know, you have it. No, you have it. Go on, it's your birthday. You have it. Go on. <laughs> and it was just bang, bang, gone. You know, it was lovely. It was. I was delighted for him because if you actually look, it was someone, someone actually posted on Twitter as well. If you look at his um, Taki's contribution, his goal contribution, in all fairness, right, it's not as bad as what you think. He's more goals than Jaden Sancho this season. Not just Jaden, not just Jaden Sancho. I'm not. Right? No, that's just I've seen something there that made me laugh. Yeah, 16, he's, he's, 16 he's, games, six goals. Timo Werner, eighteen games, six goals. Zaha, five. Pulisic, three. Lacazette, five. Grealish, three. Havertz, five. Luke, Lucas Moura, six. In twenty-seven games, and he was playing in the mm. conference. Do you know what I mean? For a guy who comes off the bench more often than not and was seven and a half million quid, when you're listening with those type of names, I'm very happy with Tacky's output, to be fair. You have to be. Tosi done him no favours, though. No, it didn't. When that that drops, he should be just taking a touch and just passing in the net. Yeah, but at the same time, if you just look at what he is, he's fifth choice in a forward line where you look at other players who are actually starting for sides around us and starting regular and cost big money, his output is fair. 
And most of those appearances that he's made is off the bench. Mm. Interesting. You know, he doesn't start many. Interesting though, um, Owen says, I noticed the player seemed so happy when he scored well, and celebrating with him. Corsier, because he's that main. That's the one thing about the club. And they've missed, he's missed a horror one on Thursday night. And I'm sure, you know, if you go back to when we win the league, Henderson's nearly dragging him into team photos and getting him to lift the trophy and stuff like that because he's only there fucking four months before we lift the title or we were guaranteed or five months. Um, and he doesn't play, he doesn't see them an awful lot in that time, if you remember. Um, but they, they make him part of it. And that's what it's about. Fella misses something on a Wednesday or a Thursday. If he scores on a Saturday, everyone gets around and goes, look, it's all good. Don't be worried about it. That's gone. You've scored today. Key Plunkett nearly got absolutely Djokovic'd out of the UK <laughs> today by the looks of it um, because of his misses. He says, I had the bitterest blue taxi driver from the airport. Started about Heusel. The missus nearly dug about what? Uh, shy bag. <laughs> but um, yeah, he nearly got departed to Keith by the looks of it. Just as he left John Lennon Airport, but um, Cheeky it, all, fucking prick. it all walked out. Um, but that's how it goes. Um, but he gets that goal, goal that was all, that goal was all was all for me. You now, like, yeah, they, get, they might get away with playing that ball if it's Origi up front or so. Bob, Bobby Bobby sniffing like the he's, just, he's, he's yeah. just he's just watching there going go on go on fucking play that ball play and then they they he sets the trap they fall for it he's in and just a, a tap in for. For uh, for tacky, so for all this, for me, you know, gets stick like obviously for his goal return and, and, and whatnot, and he's obviously not as clinical as he should be, but that's the reason why he's there. He's like he's he's very unselfish and he's absolutely fucking exceptional uh, at pressing and winning the ball back and setting traps. And uh, it was great. It was great to see once that ball got rolled in, you knew it was like, your fuck. That I'd say he was running into a man telling him you're fucked. I I, I have you here. Oh, I, I'd say he could believe his luck because the keeper plays it out. I think he gets it back. And then he just gives it to the fellow in the middle of the park with the most players near him. And your man is, you can actually see your man's body language going, what the fuck is he passing that to me for? And it's just taken off. And then like really Johnny says, they're just tapping it between them until... Oh, it's, like like I'm laying, it's like I'm laying a bit of semtex to two boys. None of them wanted it. <laughs> yeah, but you know... It's like Patrick Arson. Do you know what it was, Johnny? Do you ever see when you're playing a game of football years ago on a Mega Drive or a Super Nintendo and the thing glitches and the players are just fucking they're all like this that's what it looked like, like Paul the when a grenade lands on your lap and it gives you the option to throw it back yeah. you nearly dropped the controller the two boys didn't know what was going on ah, I just Look shoot with the sky ball. when that happens I just shoot with the sky buddy when that happens when grenades land in my lap in Call of Duty um, but no it makes a 3-0 and it's it's absolutely great I want to um, before I go on to man of the match I want to talk about two players though and Shawnee, um sorry, Davo, I'll come to you first. Um, Curtis Jones. Because I, I feel a bit sorry for Curtis Jones. I think there's an awful lot of expectation on him. And he always seems to come into the side and loads of expectation on him when we're missing players. And last season when we had loads of injuries and the fellas he should have been playing with in midfield are playing at the back. And I think he's done exceptionally well for the age he mm. is and some of the circumstances he's been in. Now, albeit he has, I think he has a Premier League medal, but still, he, he seems to, he seems to come to the fore for some grief from Liverpool fans. And he always seems to be at the forefront of things when just things aren't right. You know, it's, I, 
it's 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 a little bit like Minamino when you say I'd love to see him playing with the main lads. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's the case with Curtis Jones. But how do you think he played today? Because I thought he was really good. Oh yeah, listen, I, I thought I thought he was excellent. And listen, he had a, that like that seemed to be a, a more serious eye injury than everyone kind of thought. I think there was a, an issue behind the eye and stuff like that. And also, listen, that's right. It was, yeah, like it's, it seemed to be fucking a, a dodgy enough injury. So it's it's great that. He's back from that. But what kind of stood out for me today was I think he kind of, particularly when we were in possession, he wanted the ball. Give me the ball. I'll make it happen today. We're missing a couple of lads. He looked like a, he looked like a senior player today. He wanted the ball and, and, and make, he wanted uh, to make things happen. Um, that's what kind of stood out for me from today. I thought he was excellent. He was at the kind of far front. And obviously, we, we got two goals from crosses. Um, but I thought in general play, I thought he was very, very, very good. And he was he, he was making us tick, and he makes he makes us look dangerous. When he skips by that fourth person for that fourth player, he like he causes fucking havoc. And I thought he was uh, he was excellent. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he was really good. And and like I said, when, I've seen Curtis Jones in Liverpool sides when we're in really good form, and he comes into a team and he gets he gets a game with players that are in form where they're meant to be, and looks really good. And there's times then where you see him and. Those games he has, he's poor, but he's mm. still very young. But the, but the likes of this today, banana skin, few players missing because of Afcon and stuff like that, and you're kind of saying to yourself, "Fucking hell, you know, Curtis Jones is getting it if we don't we don't win here." And I don't know why, but that seems to be the case. So I was delighted for him playing really well, and Liverpool got the win. Shawnee, you said the other night you would start Kay Gordon, and you've said that already on this show. But um, Shawnee, he should score. Yeah, he's unlucky. Yeah, very unlucky. Um, Look, I does you know you kind of know when you see a player coming through what they're made of. Like he's going to be whether it's at Liverpool or someone else, he's going to be a Premier League football f- football player, and that's a fact. I think he's that good. You see, kids normally with that raw pace, they don't kind of have the the intelligence to get their head up or pick the pass, or the composure is a bit off in the box, but. He looks to have it all, and if he had a start today, I wouldn't have had any issue at all. Because I think it's kind of a wild card for Klopp now over these next few games. That if we are, we are in a position where we are comfortable enough to throw him in today. Yeah, you know what I mean. And oh, let's say like on Thursday, if that game is close in the second half, I would throw him on because he he's I'd kind start of a one now. He's on Thursday. Would you start on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. Well. I don't yeah, know whether I'd probably go with the same eleven again today, but just that's another story. But it's kind of that unknown quantity to other sides that that he could be. Like you know what I mean? He carries the ball very well. He he loves pop the ball off with. He likes playing little combinations around the edge of the box. And like you said, he should score today. He's a, I think he's a wild card now between now and when the lads come back. And it may be only two or three games, but it's a chance for him now to step up and show exactly what he's made of. Like It was great. That's his Premier League debut today, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So I think the score is the limit for that kid. I really do. And there's going to be, there's going to be spaces in this squad because the front three, like worst case scenario, they could be all out the door at the same time and they could be just looking to go for a, a straight a reset on the hit the button on, on on the front tree and he will do enough I'd say to put his name in the, in the questionnaire when he's old enough because he's 17 now like you know what I mean and that's sort of the age now where you see these young talents breaking through like it, it's not it's not like he used to be 
players aren't 21, 22 and 23 anymore coming through. Normally when they're good enough for 17, 18, you'll see them getting games in the mm. Premier League. And I, I, genuinely, I genuinely think that he could be one for the future. I keep, like, I keep thinking Phil Foden every time I look at him. And, and I don't mean the style of play. So many of them have like... I don't, I don't mean the style of play. Young. I just mean... I said this, he, he plays a pre-season game and he looked to me like it was one of those where he'd be good on the break because he's a pace merchant. Right? And then he plays in the cup against Shrewsbury. Now, granted, it's Shrewsbury, but there was so much more to his game. He wasn't looking to just get in behind defenders. He was getting on his... He was getting on the, that right-hand coming side. Short, coming yeah. inside, dropping passes off, looking like he used to have a combination. Then using his pace at times. Gets a good goal. Brilliant finish, the way he, That little delay um, before he finishes. And every time I look at him... I just think Phil Foden. I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying he's the same sort of player. I'm just thinking really young, but just looks and like it's Harvey Elliott, I suppose, just looks very comfortable. Like yeah. I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know the sort of. It's way. mad. Like we, we went on about Cordis there. Like Cordis is the type of player now where I wouldn't have any reservations about him being in any eleven, even if everyone is fit. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of trust him. You trust him. You, he's built up this trust in him that you feel even though he is a relatively young player he has got the experience you would trust him in a big game even away from home I would because he looks after the ball most of the time you can dwindle on it but he looks after the ball most of the time from what we've seen of Elliot Klopp throws him in at home to Chelsea and he plays well so like Klopp will give you a go like that yeah. it is proven that Klopp will give you a go and if God, if Kate Gordon now can make some sort of impact between now and the the by the time the lads are back and now it's only two or three games look I'd be putting them on the fucking bench ahead of Origi that's, that's just me to be but honest even, with you even in a longer sense of time if he makes an impact between now and the end of the season if Liverpool do, do manage to go away on a tour which I don't know will happen because of the Covid situation or even if they stay in England and, and play five or six games in pre-season <laughs> he'd be looking going I'm not going along there to be a bit part young fella that might get yeah. a few minutes because, you know, someone needs a break. He could be looking going, I want to push in here, especially when you see Harvey Elliott, especially well, when you see what's going on there. What and you just, want to see from him now, Gav, is I want to play or I want to go alone. I want to push. And that little bit of um, impetus to get out and want to deal with himself like, and not hang around because... A lot of these kids probably feel training with the first team, oh yeah, we'll only approve. But I think the only way to really reach a potential is to be playing football every week. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Like, look at what's going on at Chelsea. A man bleeding Lewis Baker makes his debut at them the other day. He's there about 18 years. <laughs> He's about <laughs> 24. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, there's no point holding on to these lads anymore. And it's not like they're a bleeding, they're, they're a rarity anymore. Like, fucking that young lad off. Villa, your man Ramsey, like yeah, good player, looks mm. ridiculous. And then the other lad who they're gonna lose on a free, there's talent all over. Like the the players that England are producing, these lads are gonna have to be playing to be even getting games for the twenty three. So it's the twenty ones, the nineteens. They're gonna yeah. have to be playing football because that that's the standard that's been set there now at England. Like I think um, just just going back to Curtis Jones, and I hate to make another Man City comparison, but if Curtis Jones, I'd be watching videos of Kevin De Bruyne all day every day. All day, you never have a fat ass like De Bruyne. No, but the thing about De Bruyne is, if you watch, the one thing you hold against Curtis Jones, he holds on to it too much at times. Bit slow in getting releasing it. Now, right, 
if if he watches Kevin De Bruyne, because look at the he's not a small fella. He's not he's not you know five foot six, five foot seven. He's a he's a unit. Curtis Jones. Curtis and is about way, six foot. The way yeah, but the way he moves and the way he can glide by people. I if I be showing him videos of Kevin De Bruyne going, look how he releases it. He doesn't he doesn't run twenty yards to pass the twenty. He just hits a forty. Just zips one forty, and then he goes nah, by people. I'm not saying he's Kevin De Bruyne level. Yeah, I'm no, just saying he, when I when I see him, when I see him and the way he moves and the way he wants to drift back past players. And if you can add in those passes where he just hits that bit extra and plays them a bit longer, you know what I mean? I, I genuinely, I, I'm not, I'm not telling you Curtis Jones is going to be brilliant. No, they're just similar how they look after the ball. Yeah, that's how they look the after point the ball. Yeah. And, and the attributes is how they try move with it. That's what I'd be looking at. Barry Devon, he says, Rooney said Gordon has it all and he's ready for the big time. Um, Wayne Rooney, of course, um, who's Derby manager. And that's where we got Kay Gordon from. Um, Kev. Yeah. Man of the match. I'll stick with Fabinho. Um, nothing I've seen since has changed my mind. And thinking back on the game, I just thought he was brilliant. I mean, the goal aside, he was just a rock in that position. He blocked everything off. He was comfortable on the ball. He received it in good areas, passed it off quick. He was just, he looked back. If that's, that's about the best way I can put it. He just looked completely safe with the ball. No one was, really getting a run on him. I just thought he was really, really good. Um, I mean, go back, quick one thing about the academy stuff that you you were chatting about. Everyone is hoping that the next player that comes through the academy is going to have the impact that Trent did. And I think that's the weight that they carry as well. That's, that's the burden that they carry, that they're expected to go on at 22 and be world-class and be the one of the best in their position. And when you look at forwards that are, other clubs are producing, the likes of Greenwood at United, Foden, you know, you're hoping, Odoi at Chelsea as well as a very good player, you're hoping that these guys that we're bringing through are going to go and do that. Because if Gordon goes on next season at 18 and really pushes into the first team squad, we're looking, we're not looking at Rafinha then. We're just not. If we're keeping Salah, we have Kay Gordon there on that side. You don't look at Rafinha to play in that position, or you don't look for a right winger who comes in on the left for that for that slot. That's sixty million quid saved straight away. That's six. That's money that can be reinvested in other parts of the club. Curtis Jones comes in long term, and Thiago leaves in two or three years. In two years' time, Jones is twenty three. You know, perfect. Jordan Henderson once is reverted into the Milner role. You know, th- those options are Tyler Morton is coming through as well. That's the hope. That's all we can hope for, that the academy is producing players that are good enough to be in a title-challenging squad. And it's at a, the minute, it, they're doing a hell of a job. Yeah, it can be a double-edged sword, though, Kevin, the sense that Sean is right. These boys want to play, and if they don't play, they'll fuck off the Germany. They'll go somewhere they'll else. Whatever. They'll, yeah. just, they'll just say, listen, I want to play. Look at yeah. Sancho. Look at the, this is the players talking to the agents of the club. Look at Sancho. Look at X, Y, and Z. They went to Germany and played Bellingham. They they went I'm going to play. So clubs, yeah, yeah right, absolutely bringing the talent through. But then the clubs going to have to say, right, we need to give these boys a chance. Or, but that's the thing, they're, isn't it? Because they're going to fuck off. The past evidence. They're the lifeblood of it. They're the lifeblood of the mm. clubs because, like you said, if they don't, like it's a tough task into the Liverpool stand eleven. But 
the eight, nine, ten million pounds you might get selling them on to either championship or Premier League teams as well allows you to, to go as well. So, mm. like, it's massive that these lads are getting games for us because that's all going to be on the CV, yeah. and that's the way it will be looked at. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. But I think it's quite telling him, that he's giving them games though. Yeah, if one breaks in, that that's it. They save you a fortune. Like, yeah, fuck but it. It adds to the argument the club happen. likes. Sorry, I was just going to say, it adds to the argument. Klopp, when people say Klopp likes working with a younger squad, uh, uh, sorry, a smaller squad, it's not really. He has a squad of about 18, 19, and then he can give these kids a chance. If he has a squad of 23 first-team equivalent players, these kids don't get a sniff. They just don't because you've got 20 million pound players who are bench players knocking on the manager's door saying, play me or I'm moving. And you get this harmony in the squad where you've got a squad of probably 18, what I call senior players. You've got a couple of players there who know their role in the squad as squad players. And then you've got these, like the likes of Curtis Jones coming through. So they can see a pathway at the club which means there was someone named one of the Villa kids. I think it's, it's. I'm trying to think. It's Chuck Weezy or so. Yeah, it's something along those Go lines. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. they Liverpool are looking at him strongly. He came on the other night, late in the um, game. He won't sign. He won't sign a new deal. He won't sign a new deal, and Liverpool are looking to try and pick him up for free. And it'll be comp- a compensation type deal if we get him. But I remember him playing in the FA Youth Cup against us, and he just looked a class apart against our lads, you know. And if they if these kids see a pathway, they'll come and they'll play and they'll want to stay. Well, but the, there the, has to be some kind of a pathway there. The template Chuck is Wabi, there with Chuck the is, yeah. The temp the template is there with um, Trent most definitely, but even even more so, I think with, with Harvey Elliott because Harvey Elliott goes out on loan. See him in a year at Blackburn, comes back and like, they're like, yeah, come on, let's go, let's play football. And up until the injured, he was absolutely excellent. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, you, if Elliot doesn't get injured, Jesus, like, he, we'll, we'll see when he comes back. The one thing I'd say about Elliot is that I don't think pace is, I don't think his no, game relies too much on pace. No, though an injury no. like that is not going to kill him. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, a lot of his football is in his brain. So, like, but if he had to stay fit, Jesus, I reckon it, the, everyone would have been going along about him in the same light that they have Bellingham. Now, mm. Bellingham is a, is a fucking, is a mental footballer, but I think Harvey Elliott has a, is good enough to be in the England squad at the World Cup next year. And uh, the, genuinely, I do think he can be that good because he was, he was pulling the strings for us. Yeah. Mm. People had him in our best 11s. Like, because, because our outlook in midfield had changed. And that player on the right of the of the right of the tree, right, was the player that was looking to be the main link and the main man going forward to help the front tree. And he was put in there more often than not. And he was so fucking good. Like, right, he doesn't get many goals, but he's very unlucky in certain instances. But the way he was moving the ball, picking up spaces, attracting people, giving he, he was he was I watch the Leeds game until he goes off. He's brilliant in it. I think he's absolutely brilliant in it. He shouldn't um, be using Trent as the benchmark because oh, he's ridiculous. Trent's an alien. Trent's yeah. a Martian. Mm. He he's playing, he's reinventing that role. Let's be honest. Like he's doing mad stuff from from right back. Like yeah, no, that's that's, that's, that's a different stratosphere altogether. Yeah, you know he's. So he's, I don't he's, think he shouldn't be the measure because it, it's 
that will kill young flies and you're going in there and this young fly is 22 now he's won pretty much all the top honours in, in European football team of the years Champions Leagues Premier Leagues yeah. he, European Super Cup, Cup you, you can't hold you can't hold that kid you can't hold every kid up to that standard because they just won't make the cut if that's the case. He will literally be the only one. That, that he is special. But it doesn't mean that we can't use any of these other lads because there's some serious talent coming through. Like, you know what I mean? And look, if we can't get them in the team, they will fucking Chelsea does and get 20 and 30 million for every one of them. That's yeah. that's what we should be doing. Yeah. Can't get them in the team. You loan them out. They're brilliant. You, you still don't want them. You get your money you, and more back. Yeah. Um, I think Kev was the only one to give us a man of the match. Uh, Tapo, man of the fun. match. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I agree. I thought Fab was great. I thought Curtis Jones was very impressive, but I thought Matip was uh, was man the match. Listen, he has a bit of a brain fart that gives Tony that uh, that snapshot that nearly goes in. But apart from that, I thought he was absolutely fucking flawless. And he bailed Verge out once or twice today. Again, he gets he he snuffed out a couple of really kind of half stroke full on dangerous moments that they could have had in the first half. I think he's been fucking sensational. I think after Salah, he's been our second best player all season. And I thought he was excellent again today. Yeah, he has been, in fairness. Um, he's been our best defender. Mm. Forget centre-back. He's been our best defender yeah. this season. Uh, Sean, who are you going with? The Premier League. Who are you going with? Matip. Matip as well. I, I thought he was deadly. I thought, do you know what I liked about the centre-backs today? They were far more aggressive. Mm. I thought in the first half which hasn't been the case and again like wh- when do we when do we actually start to say alright well maybe Matt was at a higher level than Virgil at the moment because he has been oh he has been. there's no doubt about season, that to be honest with you I think I think by Salah he's been a player of the year genuinely I do I, I think he's been the best centre back in the Premier League He's, he's been, class. And, I don't think that's the saying how Virgil's being bad, Sean. You just think Matip is, is I, elevated. I, like, I, fucking, I'm looking at Van Dijk and he's fucking wrecking me head. I just... Like, like, that Leicester game, he's gonna, go, he's go gonna, get across and try and block the shot. Back, he's still playing in the second talk game mentality mm-hmm. when he's, his body's not up to it yet, I don't think. I think if Van Dijk just simplifies his game a little bit more, he'd be grand. Because I don't know what it is. Sometimes just... Throwing his leg out to block shots, it boils me piss. But let's see. But Matt, for me, man of the match, I thought he was, I thought he was class again today. Barring the brain fart, I thought he was brilliant, and he's probably the best dribbler in the Premier League. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's stupid at this stage. Yeah. Like. Just if he lets out the basketball five yards in the final tour, he's gonna be putting up some serious numbers. If he does that, if he does that, right. If he does that dribble, if he dribbles like that and bangs one from 30 yards into the top corner, right? Um, I genuinely see he can have the lead because I'm done. I'm genuinely it's like done. He's going, he's going from the, the shower to the bedroom without a towel. Yeah. And he's yeah. just playing. The, he, on a tile floor with Yeah, he's on a yeah, yeah, shot, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's like he doesn't want to. The floor is lava. If he just starts yeah. dancing, he's going his legs going everywhere. He um, thought he was get. He thought he was getting one today, and then he hit a shot that killed fourteen maggots on the way into the keeper's hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna even it up. I'm gonna go for Bino. Um, I thought he was excellent. I agree with Kev. I think he was. He looked on it and the real Fabinho. And the thing for me is, 
when he's on it, he sets a tempo for us because he moves that extra few yards up the pitch and he says, right, you're not get, you're not getting a chance to pass and then look for a pass. I'm cutting you out at source. And I thought he was really good at that today. And when he does that, Liverpool pen teams in and have a lot more ideas about them and don't. The game isn't as stretched and we're not as exposed and he's absolutely key in that. So I'll, I'll even it up two for Fabinho, two for Matip. Um, totally let the, the, chat, let the chat decide. Yeah, let the chat decide. They'll decide anyway. They don't, they don't give a fuck what we say. <laughs> um, totally like short of 200, so bang that like button. And there's over 400 you're watching. So hit that like button and get us to 200 before we finish. Just a couple of things before we finish. Um, I was going into Arsenal away on Thursday, but we'll cover that during the week. And we'll have shows leading up to that. But the North London derby was called off. Arsenal, after fucking crying... Crybaz for the last bleeding week um, end up calling the game off and then Spurs who started all this shit have the nerve to turn around and give out because Arsenal have a game called off Sean I'll come to you first um, it's just a fucking mess isn't it and clubs will just get away wherever they want now because a month ago two clubs shut down training grounds and went we're not playing and the FA or the Premier League went yeah okay and then they've just been in a tailspin ever since yeah it's fucking it, 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 someone that's saying everything is going through Shani's head and this is the fucking one that's my I, I can't enjoy football when it's like this because you just it's it's what well, Arsenal had one, one extra COVID case but it was called out because of injuries and the worst part is when they're putting out the statement it's because of COVID and injuries they should just be told the phenomena and I tell you what there's a lot to be said for getting on with it because fucking Leeds got that best result of the season today away to West Ham with seven teenagers on the bench. Yeah. And they were fucking brilliant. Like, so it just goes to show that it can be done. Like, and in fairness to Leeds, I think their hands were kind of tied when they had to get the game call off. But they didn't want it. And Bielsa turned around and goes, when we, play fo- when we can play football, we will. And I watched the... There's a show on the UPTV. It's like a Premier League show. Don Hutchinson does be on it, actually. He was actually quite a good pundit. And he was saying that the Premier League haven't had control over this from minute one. It, it, as soon as United and Spurs start looking to get things called they should have just laid down a line, America, to say, if you have this, it can go this way. And if you don't, you're just going to have to fucking play anyway and get on with it. Unless it's an extreme case. But you have Arsenal now who are literally just like, we're down bodies. If we get this call off, we're going to have players back. Like, that's a six-pointer for them. That's a huge game. Massive that game. Sport, that sports game is bigger than the game on Thursday for them, yeah. I'd argue. So, the integrity of the competition is just up in the air. You look at the table, the table is mental. You don't know who's where. Like, West Ham are still in fourth, but with the games in hand, you could end up at eighth, seventh, Bo- eighth. Only have four games in hand. Yeah, look, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just... It's fucking stupid, and of course, Klopp is the only one that gets lashed out of it for for going on about these things. But well, the funny thing is, Arsenal went mental and wanted us investigated, thrown out of the league, thrown out of the league cup, all our trophies from the last one hundred and twenty fucking eight years or whatever it is, um, taken off us. They wanted everything done, and then when Arsenal get one call off, and you go, "Well, what's the crack, lads?" and they go, "Well, wasn't Liverpool called off?" So they're actually using what they're on. I don't know what the crack it. You know, oh, I don't, don't know, know what, what the to be doing with themselves. But do you notice the way the Arsenal one has passed? And it's minimal, right, yeah. what's going on. The Leicester one passes during the week against Everton. Nothing really said. Liverpool, the most transparent of them all, who tell you everything that's going on and what they've done, and it's a conspiracy. 
Like, it's fucking madness. Um, no, like, it's just... The integrity of the competition is definitely has to be called into question because looking at the table now, like, we're coming towards February and teams have an extra four or five games to play. Like, but only haven't played half their games yet. Yeah, should they? They've only played seventeen. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you haven't, and they haven't called off a single game. By the way, it's all no. been called off on them. And not one it's... of these games have been rescheduled yet. No, no. So it, as soon as, what, as, as listen, as, as soon as injuries were brought into it, that was it. That was the free for all. That was the door opened and the fucking horse bolted fucking through it. Because won't you? I think that I think the Leeds game that got called off. Uh, for us on Stevens' day, I seen a list of players out, and that chap that was involved in Elliot's uh, injury strike, oh, Pascal sorry, strike, yeah. was the only player with COVID uh, uh, listed when they, the game was called off against us. So once you have, once you, once injuries are brought in, that was it. That was the free for all. And and fuck, the league are fucked now because I, I don't know, I don't know how. They get a handle on it now. Are they going to change the criteria? Will other teams kick up? Then that like only a only a four games in hand. So, and they're saying, "Well, hold on. How many games? Were, how many of them four games are called off? Are only for COVID or injuries? Are only? Right? No. I don't know. Right? No, probably no. Yeah. Probably no. Right? So what? What if only now? And if they change the criteria, and in six weeks' time, only have exact same. As what their four games are called off, are they gonna go? What's the fucking story here? But there is no criteria, devil. Yeah, well, they're, now the, the, the league have a certain criteria. Got the no, problem no, is no. they allowed in, you, they allowed injuries. You think they allowed they injuries have a criteria? To be used. But what's happening no, it's, is teams it's are fourteen and a senior goalkeeper. <clears throat> yeah, and then they're turning up and they're saying to you, uh, it's a mixture of injuries, COVID, Afcon, yeah, blah, I mean. blah, blah, yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, exactly. As soon yeah. as as soon as it went away from COVID to being injuries and that uh, and injuries and Afcon, it was fucked. Yeah. And it but, should, but it should policy, be, it should be if, you, if you have injuries, I think, in fairness, there's special dispensations in in previous years regarding anyway with goalkeepers. If you're three senior goalkeepers are down, you could get an emergency loan or something like that. I don't have an issue with a COVID outbreak, you're getting a game called off. And I don't have an issue if you're three senior goalkeepers are down and you need to get something done for calling the game off. But other than that... I think what happened to Arsenal is Xhaka gets sent off and they literally have one fit midfielder. Yeah, because they loan it um, Ainsley Maitland-Noyles. That's unlucky for them. Yeah, and they loan it Balogun. Balogun, yeah. And the thing is, but will, I know what you were saying, there's a criteria, right? It's not worth the papers written on because no. it's 14 players and a goalkeeper and all this shit, but they're not telling you what stands up to that criteria. So you can show up and say what the fuck you want. Yeah, I know they agree. They played a game in the Premier League too yesterday. Do you know what I mean? Say the worst of this with Arsenal is they declared Callum Chambers injured and Kieran Tierney injured after they played 90 minutes against us. Yeah. And that's on top, and of, on top of everything else. Yeah. And that's the thing. As I said, played as a I Premier said, League two game this weekend. Yeah, but so as, I said, as I said, as I said last week, there's nothing to stop any club now turning up and saying the four lads coming through the door for training on a fucking Thursday morning. The four yeah, of you no. have back injuries, and that's the fucking end of it. Yeah. And we're up and the wor- now. And is you can't you can't. Sir, I don't blame Arsenal. I don't blame Arsenal one bit because the problem is they're playing the you, game now. If Arsenal turn around, if they turn, if the league turn around and force Arsenal to play, Arsenal will be the first one to turn around. Hang on. You let Tottenham get their full strength side back. So, yeah. you know, we're playing well, here for four plays in the league. Tottenham are claiming that they were torn down, right? 
or for a game against Leicester, but if subsequently Leicester put in an application and it was okay, that's what Spurs are claiming. So there's all stuff going on, but uh, look, clubs can turn up and just have all they need. They don't even need a fucking COVID case at this stage, no. right? They can just turn up and go this, 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 and this, and sure, look, here's the precedence that was set. And the biggest problem was a month ago or whatever it was when two clubs in the Premier League showed no transparency to what they were doing, closed down training grounds and said, we can't play these games. And they were told, yeah, you're OK. Now, one of you said that and, 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 and then And then when we show transparency, the fucking... Oh, the, the transparency fucking is the ends. issue. The actual we, transparency we fucking, is the issue. We put, we put in, right, that false positives, no problem. An independent lab done them. Yeah. Who the fuck do they think Liverpool have working for them? Fucking Gregory Radchenko from fucking Icarus out the back door. <laughs> fucking throwing tra- 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 the COVID test out the fucking window, some fella standing up in a wheelie bin. Will you fucking stop? Independent fucking lab. Yeah. There was fucking things fucking. It obviously fucking went wrong with fucking. It was the same thing we United in pre season. Couple of rugby teams, the same uh, uh, 10 or 12 false fucking positives. Get, fucking get over it. Yeah. The fucking neck of the cunts, fucking, uh, and then they're all now. Oh well, you have to let you have to let Arsenal get called off. You have to yeah. let us get called off because yeah. you got called. But off. Arsenal wants to be called fucking off. Should after, be ashamed of themselves after after telling us that we were a disgrace. Yeah, um, exactly. Which is mad. But anyway, um, that's an odd one in derby. Someone's asked, hey, "Do you think they'd be able to play us?" One hundred percent. Arsenal oh, torn up. Of course, they. Well, um, because would Jacka be back? He won't. No. No, 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 he's suspended. Straight red. Oh, no, he wouldn't be back because he, he don't play. He didn't play a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah but he two um, game, he's got a two-game ban anyway. Yeah, so. but, but look, the thing is, Torsi to Torsi is seven days. If Once they can clear, once they can get Saturday and Sunday out of the way and they still have, they can't play, right? Um, they, they'll be back for the Thursday it's it's fucking yeah. mad Are those injuries will clear up not a bother <laughs> the equally shout has got some, some response in the chat there honestly did it seem fucking I know yeah I know I know fucking <laughs> Wayne and Wayne Etta out of fucking Harry Enfield doing the test and that Jacks um, so that's that so the last thing I want to finish on is um, Rafa agent Wait, Rafa um, he gets sacked by Everton today um, Shawnee I'll come back to you one, do you think it's right? And two, like, where are these? Where is this club going? Like, I've the majority. I've seen loads of people saying, "Just give it to Dunk on the permanent basis." He loves the club. Like, this is what you're up against. It's fucking mad, isn't it, Shani? <laughs> I d- I genuinely didn't think that they'd sack him because they literally got rid of everybody else before him. Yeah, <laughs> and they're ending up at the sack them now. Like, they've nobody left. There's no backroom staff. They must be trying to save money because, like, the. He got they get rid of Brands, they get rid of the medical team. They Dunk Dunk was gone, wasn't he? He was fucked out. Um, Am I right? I don't know dunk. if he's been fucked out or he was on the verge, was talking of being fucked out. I don't know. Is he still at the games? And then he sell Dinye and then Off the they, back of siding with Benitez over Dinye. Like so yeah, yeah my oh Sherry hasn't got a playing clue. Oh, whoever's doing the making the decisions there, they're a fucking joke. And I tell you what, the best thing they could do now, to be honest with you, is get is get Rooney in. Honestly, because it, it, it would be the, the shield that Lampard kinda was. Well, not so much Lampard that that Ole was with at United, where I don't think they turn on him uh quite as quick as any other appointment that they could make. Even Duncan Ferguson 
the, there's talk of Duncan Ferguson and you can see some of that fans in that fan base are going, no, just no. Like, cause mm. he'll be trying to bleed someone, the bleed goes to Howard Kendall on the, yeah. on the sideline to try to get three points, wearing his socks and his jocks and all that. Ah, oh, he's mad. It's, everything is mad. Honestly, Amazon are looking around the world to do these documentaries. They should be absolutely signing them up for a, on a three year deal. Honestly, they literally should be saying to Amazon, if you pay for a stadium, you can film us for 10 years. We'll name the stadium after you and all. Yeah. We'll get, Cause it, it will be absolutely box office. It's fucking, it's mental. And what you said yesterday, Gav, about Richardson, I was thinking the money they spent on show and he's literally their only sellable asset. Yeah. Him and Calvert Lewin. Yes. The rest of the Yeah, correct. Yeah, well, they, yeah, yeah, Calvert Lewin as well. But, like, I don't know. Uh, what, what's Sack and Rafa going to do? Well, the thing is, I was on I was on a, a show on um, Merseyside Radio going back four or five weeks ago. Tony Scott, the Everton fan, was on me. And they were asking me what I thought as a Liverpool fan about Rafa. And I was saying, look, it doesn't matter that it's Rafa. The quality of what he is, right, and what you bring in, what he brings to the club, is what they need. They need someone that's a bit of a cunt, right? Sorry to use that word, right? But they need someone like that. He's all right. He's a former Liverpool manager. But that wouldn't stop Rafa Benitez doing what he's meant to do. Rafa Benitez never sits there going, I'm going to do this because I'm a former Liverpool manager. He doesn't give a shit, right? Um, they need. It's like I said to you earlier, Shawnee. Everton fans have no patience for nothing, right? Now, I get it's been 27 years since they won a trophy. I get all that. But they've no patience. What they think is, when a change is made, that's it, we're back. Right? And it's a bit like Manchester United, who give lip service, like I said the earlier, to the thoughts of building for the future with younger players, when they actually detest it. Right? Because as soon as a, a, the young players fail four or five games into a season and they lose a game, it's like, well, look who we have, this young fella. We should be getting this, that, and the other. They actually detest a reset or a rebuild or whatever it might be. But Manchester United are a different animal to Everton. But they have no patience whatsoever. And what they want is, they just feel now that Rafa's gone, all our problems are gone, bring in fucking Duncan fucking Ferguson, for fuck's sake, give him the permanent job because he he knows the club. Well, I'm, ta- I'm sorry, but if you want to give somebody a job that knows that club and has been willingly part of what's going on in that club for how many years he's there, you... You've bigger problems than I, than I ever thought. What you should be looking at is someone that comes in, right, that has a look for the future and looks around and looks at the likes of Duncan Ferris going, you're part of this shit for the last five years. And people, what the fuck are you doing here? And they absolutely need to clear out and they need to manage their expectations as a fan base, right? Liverpool done it when Klopp came in. We knew we weren't the best. We knew it might take time. We've seen some shocking fucking performances when Klopp came in. And the Euro- the run of the Europa League kind of over, you know, masked that in the fourth scene. But we've seen it gradually building. You know, 16, 17, we're top. Doesn't, and Manny goes off to the African nations, am I right? And we fall on our arse. But you're seeing what we could do. And we, we, you know, we get into the Champions League. Then you see what we do the next. And it builds and builds and builds, right? But everything won't do that. Everton will want a new manager in and trust me, they'll have someone in by the 20th of January and by the 20th of fucking February, they'll want to be in the top half of that table. And if they're not in the top half of that table, this fella's useless as well. That's what mm. they do. That's what they do. And they'll always do it because they've no patience. And do you know why? Because they are obsessed with what's going on a mile across the road. They're a fucking obsessed with it. And if they're not on top 
of what's going on across the road, they're, they're not happy. Instead of but focusing them on the side. But this Mo Shirley fella hasn't got a fucking clue. No. No. And whoever he's appointing, they got your man from Leicester Force, didn't he? What's a steal? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I know. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's getting to the territory now. You look at you look at everything and you look and you know it and for me they're in the same bracket is that I actually don't think that there's a single person, one single person that can sort that. I, I, I don't because look at what's going on in United and look what's going on at everything. It's two different scales, but it's two same of the problem. Like you've boards who don't know what they're doing, they're bringing people in and then the dress room is obviously full of shitheads. It's full they of shitheads. You had your man Bernard coming out saying to Dinya, oh, we all know what's going on behind the scenes. Like That just smells of bad eggs. Same with United. Bad eggs all over the place. And you just need a reset. Do you know what, Gal? Dare I say it? They probably need to go into the championship. No, I'll tell you what I think they I'm need to do. I'm not even joking you. Because sometimes Mishiri you just... Mishiri needs to step away and he needs to tell Kenroy to fuck off. Right, that's the first thing they need to do because all Kenry is there for, and all you hear from him is, is when they lose a game, there's some fella in the main stand shouting, "Where's the fucking earth? Hit the money, Bill, or get rid of him, Bill!" Right, that's all you see of Kenry. So he needs to go. They need to put a director of football in charge that actually manages the football club, and the owner needs to be able to say to him, "Listen, here's the budget for the season. I'm giving it to you because of your football background managing." They've done all this, Gav. No, no, no. No, they've done all this. No, stuff. no, 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 no. Listen, hear me out. What he done was they gave Marcel Brands the, the power to pick players. Director for of football. One, yeah. No, yeah, no, I mean a director of football that directs the football club, right? And brings a manager in that wants to spend the money. The manager picks the players and goes to him and says, I want to sign X player for this amount of money. And this is why, because me and the back room. Yeah, but yeah, that's, why, that's why Rafa couldn't spend the penny because the two fellas before them were at the doing that. I oh, know your man Brands was your man Brands was spending the money like there was no tomorrow, Shawnee. Yeah. He was screwed for a long time. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is, there, no, what, what you he, need is see, what you need is a manager to dovetail with him and they're bound the same page. That's exactly. What but what you have at Everton for me is you have a manager that's been kind of giving his players from Marcel Brands who has an owner that just seems to fuck money at it and doesn't have a fucking clue what they're spending on. And then they all come six months there and go, what the fuck is going wrong? Get him out, get him out. And then they fuck him out, right? And they sure. start again and they just repeat the process. They just keep... And that's why Benitez wanted him out because he just seen a repeating process all the time. Benitez wouldn't have... Mar- I think Benitez would have been okay if the, if someone came in and said, right, Mishiri's step not stepping away, but I'm the man, me and you are going to work together. Right, he's going to give us a budget, and we're going to work together, right? And we'll fall on the sword together, right? And well, don't, I we don't th- think Rafa put something up for that. I, I think he would Bounce. if Rafa was picking the players. Mm. It was a lot of brands being fucking handing this player and contracts and that player. I've listened to loads of everything stuff on it. Um, the the lads yeah. on um across the park podcast were are really good now. Really mm. honest on it. If you want to listen to the, the big, the, ma- the, ma- the major issue going forward at the club, there is that wage bill, the turnover is absolutely yeah. fucking scandalous. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's high eighties anyway, and it's yeah. absolutely scandalous. There's some absolutely dog shit players there on big money, and yeah. they've, they've, they've a huge wages issue, and, and they've committed to that stadium, and I don't. 
they've yeah. committed to that stadium and I don't think they have the chops to be honest genuinely I don't and, and look at the big thing is we all know it's fucking it's very hard to get rid of players that are on big doubt that don't that yeah. fucking that want to fucking pants they're sitting there in a contract yeah they're sitting there in a contract they've a fucking they've a huge issue and that that fan base is absolutely broken now listen I, I know simply for them fuck them I don't give a fuck um, but like we're, we're talking about them here so we'll bang it in but like like they saw like he gets rid of everybody in the club and sells probably one of their better players, like one of their three best players to fucking to like it'll be deemed as Rafa sent to Steven Gerrard, even though he's, they've done a deal with Villa. And then they sack him. It's like there's there's no foresight, like there's there's no nothing going on. No, because like, Sha- like Sean he said because no one's he's controlling just money at it for the crack. But no one's controlling it. And then what they're mm. doing is like I'm not saying fans shouldn't be listened to, but genuinely that fan base, right, are making all the decisions based on them being completely fucking mental. <laughs> like, that, that's, mm. that's what's going on. Right. There's right. two problems. Sam Allardyce right? comes into everything, and he shoots them up the table, he gets them to a decent level, right? And the club are like, the fans are like, and as much as you don't like Sam Allardyce, right, he would have done a job for everything. And what do the fans go, no fucking way, no, 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 right? And they don't give him the job, right? And we've seen manager after manager since, and when the, when them supporters are the drop of a hat decide that he's not good enough, right? They go fucking mental and the club go, oh, or they're all going mental. And they sack him. This time, they've actually backed the manager with two two fucking transfers of young fullbacks, right? Dinya wanted out of the club because he didn't he, he didn't like the style of play. That's the way I see it, right? They sell him. They get rid of their director of football, which is probably a good move. Right? But it's still seen as a move to back Rafa. And then when they do all this, they sell him. Because why? Because it's a fella with a fucking flag in the in the away end of Norwich. God, and they're all going fucking mad. Gab, this is the thing. Lunatics running in a soil. Simon, from Simon top to Darden bottom. said it had it on news talk a spot on talk spot the other day. Um because he always slags Jim Wife being Mosheri's best mate because he's always on the pulse with everything. And Simon Jordan hit the nail on the head, he goes Moshiri and his creditors or whoever's around him are going to turn around and look at his accounts in the not too near future and he said it's going to get to a stage where he will literally be better of cutting off his nose to spite his face because he's probably losing that much money now to everything, that hemorrhaging money and the responsibility to keep that club running whereas he'd be probably better just pulling out of it, letting it die and let someone come in, take her off and for you out just because that hemorrhaging money stopped the bleeding because the so they have they have committed to so much now whether like as Shane said player contracts and, and this stadium and it's just it's not it's not good it's not good for the man I I'm in the Dabo camp where I, I genuinely couldn't give a bollocks yeah. I, I, I couldn't and I know people are going it's not good for the city this that and the other look if you live belong your means above your means for too long you get punished and I think they have been chasing that tail for way too long and it, it's going to get dark there. They thought Ancelotti was a saver and they thought thought Rafa was going to come in and probably... like What's their, what's their ambition? Well, Who they don't know display? what their ambition is, Shani. They don't so, know what it is because, I, like, I've seen them, I've seen them going, uh, if we got a manager in and wasn't beneath us, we'd be comfortably in mid-table. If, no. if, if everything were in mid-table sitting 11th or 12th, 
they'd be fucking having a breakdown that they weren't eight. And it's yeah, and, and the owners would still be hemorrhaging money yeah. because and they'd be having a breakdown in eight that they aren't pushing for sixth or fifth. They're they're lunatics. And, and they have a they have a Champions League wage bill, and they're nowhere near Europe. They're they're not a big club. I said this after on the post match when you asked me. I look at Everton. I don't think I don't see him as a rival. I see him as a game that we have to play, and there's emotion in it. If you live in the city, I understand it, but they're not a rival. All right, uh, they th- the fans think they're a big club. They're not. I can. There's ten better. There's ten b- bigger clubs in the Premier League in the top half of the table now that are bigger than Everton, and the way Everton are going, they will be in the Championship. It it won't take long. Their wage bill is crippling them. There's no way in hell they can do that stadium move. They're just not big enough. They won't attract the investment. Banks will look at their records. Well, the council are, being, are, are massively um, funding this as well. No, but yeah, the council have come out and said, Gav, that they can't, they can't, they can only they give so much. Yeah, this yeah. stadium will not happen. Yeah, There's just no chance. Well, they've, they've um, a concrete column last week, um, the superstructure. So, the, there you go. the way I look at it now, who in their right mind? I mean, I've seen all kinds of names linked with it from uh, Martinez. Martinez, Martinez yeah. former Everton manager Martinez, meant to be favourite. We've Not seen, we've seen um, Wayne Rooney, Duncan Ferguson, and um, Mourinho, his name has popped yeah. up. Yeah. Steve Cottrell, not Steve Cottrell, but um, your man at Brighton. What's yeah. his name? He'd be, he'd, he'd be the clever, he'd, he'd be the clever appointment. But who goes near Off his rocker, career suicide gone yeah. there. Yeah. As, I said, exactly. as I said earlier, I don't know whether it was in the WhatsApp or to you, Kev, any manager <laughs> worth of salt out there that has massive ambition, right, is sitting watching what's going on at Liverpool and saying, is he going in two years? Because if he is, I'll bide me time and I'll go there. Right, so nobody's going to take a United job if they want the Liverpool job. Simple as that. Right, nobody's taking over everything on a whim if they want if they think they can get the Liverpool job in two years. So yeah. Liverpool's Liverpool's situation is affecting other clubs, in my opinion, because if they believe Klopp is going in twenty twenty four, you you know you you don't listen you don't listen, you don't make listen, moves listen, like listen, that. Gav, they're not they're not in the fucking same fucking stratosphere as shopping for managers as, as Liverpool are. No, no, but what I'm saying is what I'm saying is is that say for I'm say to go at Brighton. Just for argument's sake, yeah, say he gets awesome. a move to, say he gets a move to sports, right, and does really well, right. He could be looking going, I get a move to sports in, this year, this summer, just for argument's sake, and I do really fucking well for two years, and the Liverpool job is up in two years, Potter, and he and he goes, like, I'm sorry, but if you're a manager of sports, Liverpool come calling, you go to Liverpool. You go to Liverpool. That's not yeah. inconceivable, by the way. Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't think this is what I'm saying. There, there will be managers on the brink of, you know, will I stay where I am? What moves? I'm nearly, I'm I'm convinced there's managers out there that are planning their moves this summer for two years for then going to look and try to Liverpool. And I still think Pochettino's be, one of those. It, it'll be it'll be Roberto Martinez. They've 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 asked Belgium. They've asked Belgium. And Belgium have to get back to them. Now, if Belgium have any fucking brains, which you'd imagine they do with the Belgian FA, Martinez is no good. He's underachieved big time with that group of players uh, at Belgium. And they'll also, they'll get rid of Martinez, Belgium, and they'll get a nice fucking wage off everything in compensation. And he'll end up going back there where he was fucking sacked fucking six years ago. And it's it's, it's, it, it, must be, it, it, it must be, it must be, it must be, 
like for say a right minded Everton fan that I've been fucking running across pitches with their jeans hanging fucking down like for a right minded fella you must be sitting there going we sacked this fella in 2016 and now he's probably going to get the job again like, what yeah. the fuck is going on yeah so listen, if that's how we'd going to see it playing out from a Belgian point of view of everything, like what's flowing around where yeah. have, have, could take have them until approached the them. Could them until there's the no international football really until the Nations League in the summer. So it's conceivable that Martinez mm. could take them on until the summer and see where see where it goes from there. But I, with the World Cup around the corner, they're already qualified for and they're in the yeah, top tier in the Nations well. League. He want to go with that, but the, but the thing is, like, um, who? T- why do you take it? Like, if I'm if I'm a manager, I'm looking going. Forget the Liverpool link or anything else. I'm looking here going, lads. I could win me four five, and then I could draw two, lose three, and these cunts will want me out. That's how it goes. They, they will want me know, out. There. This sounds mad considering the situation at United at the moment, but that would have been the perfect one for Ranić to go in as as director of football, football because. Man. He would have been. He would have gone in there with the clout of building for Red Bull, and he could actually could have went in there and go right. Well, technically, like I'm sort of fucking bigger than everything. I'm coming down to your level here to bring you up, where it's it's not quite worked out from that way. You know, because he's gone into the big house. So I think they 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 probably missed about the there because Ancelotti hasn't worked. Benitez hasn't walked. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm telling you now. It's like dipping your head under cold water. I think a year in the championship would sober everyone up at that fucking club, and they'd get rid of all the shit who doesn't want to be there, and they'd be I'd left with people that did want to be there. That's I'd and that's. A, I'd put a tenner on soldier. <laughs> I'm not messing with you. I'm not no, messing I, with you. I, I'm not messing with you. Yeah. I'm not messing there's, with you. There was <laughs> there was someone in France that. Is out of work at the minute. The name, well, the name escapes me, but I think it was a former Leon manager. Um, uh, name's oh, gone, but the guy that was with Rome. No, not Galtieri. Um, no, that's that was was it Fran, Fernandez. Was that, was that no? What's uh, now? The, now the Rui George, not Rui George. Oh, Ru, Ru, Rudy Garcia. Rudy Garcia. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Rudy Garcia. Yeah. But they're running he, out of... He, he, he got interviewed so for a job. Yeah, they've had so many managers in recent years. That they've all... And anyone who comes in, you know you're hamstrung with your budgets. You don't have money. and You won't have money for a couple of years unless you sell your prize assets. And it's, hard, it's so difficult to get high-wage earners out of a club, especially if they're bang average players. Because no club in their right mind will go anywhere near their wage demands. So it's very, you know, people talk about we got to sign XYZ player as a club and have all these superstars. The problem is when it goes tits up, you're left with these high earners who don't want to go and who don't care. Who don't care if they go or not. It's, it's literally a case of fuck you, pay me. That's their attitude. Yeah. You know, pay, you know, I don't care if I play or not, just pay me. Well, Red Steve, yeah. Red Steve says there, United are a shit show and can't attract a proper manager. There's no one decent that will be attracted to Everton. I, I agree with that. And it's not only because Everton ain't the biggest club around, it's genuinely because they're a basket case. United are laughing stock because the size of the art, the, the, the power they have, the financial clout they have, and they just keep getting it wrong. And they, they keep refusing to 
lower expectations, put the right players and the right staff in place and work to something. Everton, on the other hand, are somebody that a club that just be, keep for some reason believing that they should be here, there, and everywhere. And as soon as anything goes wrong, goes absolutely fucking rash or over. I just, I can't, I, we'll have to wait and see. They'll have to make an appointment quick though, because they're six points off the bottom three. And uh, trust me, they get dragged in there and you think it's toxic when they're playing bad. If they drop near that top three, <coughs> it'll be fucking carnage at Goodison every week. And I mean that, carnage. Um, we better leave it here because Davo has to go up early in the morning. He, he goes out early um, doing <laughs> stuff. Um, Shani, anything else before we go? No, no. Uh, all good, Gav. Good. Delighted for Keita and Andy who are over at the match today. Mm. Got the... I'd say a win, so absolutely, boys, safe home. Davo, anything before we go? No, no, all good, good to get a win today and clean sheet and bit of luck. Uh, we can be bit of luck at a win next week and stay in the cup when the lads come back in and see how we go. Good stuff, Kev. Anything else before we go? No, we're all good. Just roll on Thursday night now. Can't wait for this one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Thursday as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for the fat pack four. We cleared the two hundred likes. Fair play to you. Um, then one fucker disliked near the end. I'm not happy. Um, but Everton fan. <laughs> yeah, Duncan Ferguson. They're, they're massive. Um, Duncan Ferguson. This this week. Uh, this week. There was the ghost of Howard Kendall. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the, <laughs> the cop up they be with you every day from two p.m. Where I bring you all the news regarding Liverpool transfers, all that. Well, transfers from all over the league, really. Liverpool news, and we have discussion based on what lads and lassies are talking about in the chat, which is really good. Two to two thirty every day, and um, we will have. We should have a forum back tomorrow, um, Monday. We'll have a midweek fix on Wednesday, preview on Arsenal. We'll be full-time Reds on Thursday, Sports Unplugged on Friday, and then we get back into next weekend again. Please like, share, subscribe, and of course, make sure to get in the chat every day at 2 o'clock and every evening at 10 and have your say. Um, that's about it, I think. I think we're done. Um, there's nothing Chris really Brack just gave a couple of shouts out there, but the women's still yeah. at the top of the oh, league. Oh, they won again today. Clear. Yeah. One again today, so dodgy one there. Right? One nil win, yeah, big win, one massive win. Yeah, um, so that's about it. Um, we will talk to you soon and uh, have a good one. And uh, there's nothing a weekend left. We took most of it up, so enjoy our week and we'll talk to you soon. Over and out, Sports Social Podcast Network.